0: test check mic check chuck testa 1994 on the floor
1: 1995
0: in the sky nailed it welcome to the remy and casey unfiltered podcast where we get to talk about things we didn't get to talk about on the air or just random things that we talk about when the mics are off
1: good morning good morning
0: uh welcome to the after the after party uh well, I wanted to make mention of this uh, hay, the straw bale toss video.
1: <laughs> when we went to the Monroe County Fair, Remy and I threw the hay bale or the straw bale, a part of the bale toss and the FFA Fun Night. We did it last year. It actually went pretty well, so we decided we were going to do it again this year. Absolutely destroyed all those high schoolers. Just saying,
0: yeah. No and now deal. the
1: video's really popping off.
0: We we uh, we missed it last year. We we actually knocked. We we attempted it once. And they, mind you, they did put it on the highest setting. Um, but if you can think about like a pole vaulter's bar that they would go over, I think that's probably the same thing that they end up using. And they put it up on the highest, and you got to basically launch this hay bale over that bar. We hit it last year. Uh, this year, we, we got every single one of the bales over each time.
1: Yeah, makes me want to actually, actually give it a good go. And like, wanna, we should start practicing.
0: I want to see. It's got 80,000 views. That's crazy. Don't you hate when you do, when you go viral for things you don't no want to go reason. viral for? And I, I will say, okay, so maybe eighty thousand views isn't technically. Are you
1: embarrassed? by throwing a hay bill?
0: No, I love it. But it's just like we put so much work into the runs off video, and you put work in ideas, and you think about yeah. all these brainstorm, you know, whatever, and then that one is the one that go- and then gets some eighty thousand. Like
1: throw this over the pole, and you do it, and that's what that's what happens. Yeah.
0: So I just wanted to, to to make mention of that. If you missed that video, you can always check it out on the Facebook page in our video section. It's right there. Uh, I'd put it on the stream right now, but I don't, I don't. That's really advanced for me. I don't know how to do that at this moment. Um, but I also I also wanted to talk about this convention that I went to this weekend.
1: You're always at conventions.
0: <laughs> I don't know about that. I
1: don't know that I've ever been to a convention. Seriously? But you're always at one.
0: You've never been to like. Like the working women's survival show or no. anything, college or, radio. Yeah, college no. radio seminar. Anything. Um, better Homes and Gardens, like a outdoor show, arts and crafts fair. No wedding wow. shows. You lead a very sheltered life, and convention. I life. don't
1: know. <laughs> I don't
0: know. Says so the that's guy where going to, to a be. coral convention. Okay. I got. I got out. I went to Dallas, guys. Uh, but I wanted to talk about this convention I went to a little bit. And I feel like you always have you always have interactions with people that you don't know, right you're meeting people for the first time in a lot of these situations, and it can be awkward because while I am an extrovert and I have no problem having a conversation with somebody, that's not always the case for the other person <laughs> so I don't do you guys have any any icebreakers or ways that you will start a conversation? I know the weather is an easy one to go to.
1: I'm a recovering – I'm a transitioning introvert. So, like, I grew up painfully shy. Like, I I really did – even in class, I couldn't raise my hand. Like, it would physically hurt me to do that. Yeah. So, now I'm trying to get over that as I get older, and I can't – I'm not fully there. So, no, I'm not the person for this.
2: It's a tough process. Like, I feel like I can put it I'm – I'm not normally that – extrovert but like I can turn it on if I need to for like the work thing or whatever. Yeah. But uh I feel like the like the weather is an easy icebreaker and then like, hey where are you from? Like are you from here? And then it's like, oh you're not from here. Oh you're from this area and then it's an easy
0: conversation to lead it in. Yeah. So I have this so I'll always go through like, you know, what's your name, where are you from, weather, all that kind of stuff. First.
1: And then Remy will jump straight into what are your political views. <laughs> right.
0: I only did that with you because as you were being introduced to the show, I was like, I need to know who you are on a deeper level than just
1: And it was also during um it was also during the previous election like presidential election there was a lot of turmoil in the world so i think you were trying to just be like hey we got to know where we stand so we know what the (laughs) vibe is in the room
0: and i'm not even i'm not even super political i would say i just you know i think it's just a good gauge on where people are at or what what kinds of conversations you can have around people especially when it comes to something like this where it's in a a a workplace yeah we we spend probably more time with each other than we do with our significant others a lot of times um, so just knowing that, yeah, I'll, 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 I'm not afraid to ask random ass questions that most people wouldn't, you know what so I mean? So
1: what's your go-to?
0: So after all the intros and all that stuff, I've found that if I ask, what were you just thinking about just now? Yeah. If I ask that question nine times out of 10, I get not only, a, a unique answer, but it kind of like takes the it takes the conversation in a different way, so like i I'll, I'll practice this on my kids. They never are thinking about anything apparently because they don't they don't ever answer me, but you get some of the weirdest responses when you ask that question. I feel like that to me will is a much better question than anything else you could ask if you're just meeting somebody for the first time,
1: yeah, I like that one a lot. I hate whenever you ask somebody like. What are you thinking? Or, like, when you can tell somebody's, like, daydreaming off. What are you thinking? I hate when they're, like, nothing. No, you were. (laughs) You physically have to be thinking.
2: But that's going to be your initial comment, like, when meeting somebody? Because I feel like that might, like, put me off a little bit. Like, whoa, like, I don't even know this guy. If it it puts you off, then we weren't meant to be friends. I guess not. (laughs) It's just, like, a very, like, abrupt, like, hey, I'm Remy. Boom, what What are you you thinking thinking about? about? Yeah, Yeah.
0: well, I just feel like if there's a lull in the the conversation. So it would be, like, hi, my name is Remy um you know this is where i'm from this is what i do intro usually honestly most questions lead into oh you're a radio personality what that what's that all about mm. what do you like about it what's what's going on in the industry or you know if i call and request a song do you actually play it those kinds of things you know they all have that the questions surrounding some of the games that radio stations play like second date update is it real spoiler alert it's not war of the roses uh, is, is it, it real? real spoiler alert, it's not. Actors just it is what it is, sorry. It's still entertaining for a lot of people, even though they know that it's it's fake. Uh, just like The Bachelor and The Bachelorette and all that. You know, it's all it's all produced junk. What? But um I was so you've never been to a convention? No. Have you ever been to a convention? Yeah, convention? been to plenty. Yeah. Like, what are you, what are you conventioning to? Like college radio stuff.
2: When I was in college, we'd go to like Orlando and do a thing where they show you all the different equipment, or you have uh, sessions on different segment ideas, things like that. How to promote, how to
0: market your college radio station. Mm-hmm. I think that's pretty much what it was. We did one of those. I, I've I worked for State Farm for a little bit out of college, and we went to some wild conventions too. Have you ever heard of? Uh, gosh, I forget what the actual name is, but it's. Uh, it's essentially for high school kids, where they are like high school kids that are learning trades, and they actually go to compete in like building a brick house or yeah, I know uh, Skills USA is what it's called. Okay, yeah. So we went there. That's
1: cool. I think.
0: Yeah, we went to we went there and we covered that, and it's basically a convention for high schoolers to you know that's where I first saw that circular that table saw that. The the, what the the saw stop the saw stop uh, that that had just come out the coolest thing they had this little hot dog out <laughs> there and then they would stop the saw when the when the hot dog got close it was the coolest thing but yeah so I've been to one of those I've been to an FFA convention where I got to meet Mike Rowe that was cool Mike Rowe from Dirty, Dirty Jobs, jobs. Um, I'm trying to think of a, a, any other we were at a uh, a wholesaler convention where they were selling all of these scarves and things it was it was very purses scarves i think we just so happened to be in the same convention hall as this one that was going on there's some wild conventions out there one time i was in nashville for a marathon and there was a tattoo convention going on (laughs) in our hotel so one of the guys went down and got a really bad tattoo so, would you
2: consider, like, a like a, a lot of these convention centers will have, like, a boat show or a gun show? Do you consider that a convention? Because yeah. that's, like, you're going to buy stuff, but... Yeah. Like, some conventions, it's, like, a... It's an educational process. You're yeah. learning something. There's different meetings. Other places, it's just a big <laughs> flea market, essentially.
0: Yeah, know. I would say if there's a mass of people, and it's usually in, like, a hotel, like, convention center area, yeah. I, would, I would consider that, like, a convention. Like, Comic-Con. You can still buy things at Comic-Con. But right. But it's definitely a convention. I was
2: going to say, because most, like, most conventions, when I initially thought of it, you're going to go to those for work or college. Like that's about the only reason. Yeah. But then I got to thinking, I'm like, well, you have your interests, like a fishing show or something like that. So I guess that that can all kind of
0: relate as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Casey you really got to get out there.
1: I don't feel that I'm missing anything. <laughs> <laughs> Truthfully,
0: I'm trying to think of like an interest that you have that there would probably be a convention for. I would say probably a home, like a home show. Like a
1: home show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, maybe.
2: It'll be a wedding show at some point. Like that's, I feel like that's a big, oh, yeah. big one. Like, you know.
0: Yeah. You just got to be there. careful with those. Those are good for like going to sign up for maybe winning some things, but those people will hound you forever. Mm-hmm. If you sign up for anything Give at a wedding convention. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, that's a lot. I don't, I don't even know that, I mean, wedding conventions might even be outdated at this point. I don't know. Uh, we went to one when we were getting married but we were super chuggy and did everything that we shouldn't do today so
2: i think they have vendor shows i know uh, amanda went to a, like a vendor show where they had i think like uh models coming out in different dresses from certain designers or whatever but we went to a uh convention at like the specific venue where it was just like their stuff their cook people their alcohol people and like them only so i think it's kind of more specific to the yeah to the venue
1: I want to turn the page really fast because you just mentioned you and Lauren being chuggy when you got married. Mm -hmm. You guys are both in your mid to late 30s. So, right? Yeah. Would you say late 30s? I'd
0: say 37.
1: Okay. He's
0: (laughs) Almost almost 40.
1: (laughs) That's why I said mid to late.
0: She is older though, right? She is older. She's older. Put that out there. Like a year and three months.
1: Anyway. Oh my god look at patrico looking like he's on a beach <laughs> yeah anyway is that a dress i saw this interesting study yesterday done and it said something like it was co- i forget what it's called like the millennial gap and it's got nothing to do with like money or age or wage or well it does age because it all started with the idea that when like someone around your age who essentially you guys kind of ushered in the internet and social media so when someone this age will start a video on a smartphone there's always a split second where you're looking to see if it's actually recording before you look at yourself in the camera and gen z doesn't have that they'll, like, they just know that it's recording. They don't even have to look at the phone. Oh. And I've noticed this in our videos that we've filmed together that you always have that, like, split second. But in my head, like, it's something I've thought about, but I've never thought about. Uh-huh. And as I'm, like, going through this study, it has all these things of things millennials do on the Internet that we're only noticing because you were the first generation to usher in the Internet. You'll also be the first generation to be ushered out. Out of the internet, oh, not necessarily out, but like you can you can tell people's ages by their mannerisms more than just like yeah. looking at them yeah. or seeing that their name is Eugene rather than Zach, you know. Yeah.
0: And in the uh, in the grand scheme of things, what is the what is the gap between who ushered in the internet and who didn't? It's like maybe ten to fifteen years. That's it. right. Like it's mm. not even that long. So it's a very crunched in. But I remember. And the reason for that, I would imagine, is because when I first started shooting video, it was on a tape. And you'd have to make sure that the tape was rolling. Right before you actually did anything Mm -hmm. you knew we were going to edit that out anyway but
1: right whereas um, like a 17 year old right now like the technology is literally like in their blood they just know how to work it so you don't even need to see if it's recording to know that it is or little like uh terms that they would use versus someone older than them i feel like it was a really interesting study i gotta find it and maybe i'll post it up but I, it made me think of our dynamic in that way.
0: Well, you were on the cusp of that. You, you had no internet and then internet, right? Right. Yeah. But you probably were a little young to realize that.
1: I've had more life with internet. Yeah. Obvi- mm-hmm. And, like, by a landslide. Like, I think we got our first, um, what's it called, a desktop?
2: hmm
1: We got our first desktop when I was in probably kindergarten. So. Wow.
2: And her and I are in a different kind of bracket because, like, we didn't have any adult or, like, teenage years, like,
1: Without it, I
2: don't. I don't think about like my non-internet years. I'm like, oh man, what would I have done, you know, if I had that? Because I wasn't doing, you know, I wasn't like looking things up and yeah. you know trying to find that stuff. So it, like, wasn't even something that I think about not ever having. It's yeah. just, it's like almost we were born into the internet world. Almost. Yeah. yeah, the thing
0: that the the thing that kind of separates that too is when the internet did first start and AOL was the thing and modems were the thing. It was so slow, like so painfully slow, that it wasn't a place to go to just kind of surf around. The only thing that I really did was talk to friends on chat, yeah, and have and, and get into random chat rooms with random people named Viper sixty nine. Have, have you four girlfriends you on your chat have, room, you know, ASL. That's where age, sex, location came from. Age, sex, location, pick was another version of that when computers got a little faster and we could send photos to each other. Uh, But, yeah, it took forever. I remember the first time one of my friend's older brothers discovered that there were women on the Internet that weren't wearing shirts. What? The first time I saw the female figure...
2: I had to.
0: I had to wait fifteen minutes for it to load. <laughs> it was just a photo, and it would go line by line, pixel by pixel. And there's all these like twelve-year-old boys huddled around this computer, like, "Whoa, baby!" <laughs> it was very funny. Oh
1: my gosh! Um,
0: but yeah, that's interesting. That that could be a whole discussion on on uh, internet versus non-internet but I mean we did all the things that kids do and I'm assuming that that will be like the boomers always have their things that they go to and I'm sure for the elder millennials such as myself we'll go back to I just left my house at 8 a.m went and played with my friends all day and came back for dinner
1: Mm -hmm. right you know what I mean and
0: and, uh, I can't even imagine my kids doing that not because they're engulfed in iPads or devices but just because the world's different right you know what i mean our
1: friends at the Rizzuto show next door were just talking about this i want to say like last week what they get into this subject a lot about how when they you know they were their kids age that was the thing you would just ride your bike to your friend's house and then you'd come home when it got later, when the street lights came on or whatever the deal is yeah. but how they couldn't even imagine their kids riding their bike across the neighborhood no. yeah. like they would not trust it at all
0: yeah I think it, it, it's different in small towns. I, c- I can see, like, we were just in Union last week. I can see it still being a thing there. there yeah. yeah. Uh, and, even, and even in Columbia or Waterloo, I, I feel like that's still a thing.
1: Or, like, bigger subdivisions.
0: Yeah, or if you have subdivisions with a lot of kids. Yeah. Because we, there's only, I think, one other kid that's my children's age in our neighborhood. So until they get those friends to where mm-hmm. they become more mobile... Uh, I noticed the girls the girls next door are in high school and they they've got friends coming in and out now that they've got cars and whatnot. So right. yeah. that opens up a whole new world. But yeah, I just remember <laughs> <world>. <laughs> I just remember leaving in the morning and and not coming home until dinner. And then I realized to myself, OK, well. Like my parents didn't care that my friend's parents were feeding me. And I don't know how I'd feel about that if we just had a Kimmy Gibbler coming over every day and you I know, was thinking about that day yes. <laughs> and me having to take care of their children. I don't, I don't know how I'd feel about that. Yeah.
2: do you remember the, uh, the Jones sodas? Like the flavor, oh, like yeah. in the glass, like oh, really yeah. nice, expensive, like root beer stuff. Yeah. My buddy's parents, they had those all the time. And like, as a kid, you drink a gallon of Kool-Aid in like half a sip, you know, it's so like, we're just chugging these things. Yeah. And I'm thinking about the other day, I'm like, oh those my God, that and like Pop-Tarts and like the real brand of like Lay's chips and Cheetos and stuff like that. Yeah. All that we ate and destroyed. And. Didn't pay for any of it, <laughs> right? They and you'd be miserable. You don't even think
1: about it. But it's funny that you mentioned like you're getting up in the morning, like on summer break, getting up in the morning, going to a friend's house, not coming home till late, because I vividly remember ages, probably nine through fourteen, of being stuck in my parents' house because they were. We lived on like the main street in town. It's like it was the highway, and they were like, "You're absolutely not going outside by yourself." you're not walking to your friend's house. You're not like riding your bike anywhere. You're a 12 year old girl. You can be snatched up this, that, and the other terrible things. And I remember always being like, but they get to do it and they get to do it. And -and so-and-so's with their siblings. And they're like, yeah, well, you're just not. And now that I'm getting closer to being like a parents age. I'm like absolutely not. I yeah. would never let myself do if I was them. Yeah. I would totally agree.
0: I'm getting I'm getting to the point now where uh you know Emerson obviously both Emerson and Leo go to the bathroom on their own, but if I'm out and it's just me and Emerson has to go to the bathroom, she's at that age now, 7 8 where do I let her go into the women's bathroom by herself mm-hmm. or do I humiliate her and take her into the men's bathroom because now she knows what happens. Right. <laughs> she knows what the men's bathroom is all about. So uh, I don't know. That's another thing. That is a tough question Like letting for your kids go to the bathroom, on the, even, even letting Leo go into the bathroom by himself. He knows how to do everything. Yeah. He knows how to wash hands, all that kind of stuff, right? But there are quacky people in this world and that I don't feel comfortable with. Yeah. It's just the weird, the weirdos in in those situations.
2: I saw somebody in my neighborhood the other day. Uh, the bus was bringing kids back from school, and there was a group—probably four, five, six parents—waiting for their kids. To get off the bus and then just to walk them back, what, 50, 60, 80 feet to their house. That happens
1: in my neighborhood every day. Like, it's a bunch of townhomes, so everyone kind of knows where each other lives and there are kids around all the time, But and they're all essentially neighbors living under essentially one roof, but all the parents will stand out in a row and walk 20 feet back to their front door because you just can't. You don't know.
0: It sucks. It sucks because I've walked to school every day. Mind you, our school is a little bit closer than, like, my kids in relation to their elementary schools. But we'd walk in a group. I mean, we'd have, like, four or five of us. Mm-hmm. Us, two, my brother and I, and then the next-door neighbors, Anna and Nathan, we'd all walk together. So four of us would walk together to school every day. And didn't think a thing of it. You know what I mean? Whatever. We're walking to school. It was, and now I don't know that that's necessarily no. as no. doable. Gosh, so. no. I know that there are people that are, are listening to this, that are watching this or whatever, that disagree and still allow their children to do that or still feel safe enough in a community or whatever that, that they're at where that's that's a thing. But I don't know how we got here, but um, I I was thinking about school and, like, back to school is next week for my kids. Like, it's next week, mm-hmm. guys.
1: It happened so fast. The yeah. summer has flown. We're
0: going to, like, orientations for them and meeting.
1: And picture day and things. Picture
0: day. And, you know, we'll stand out on the front porch like every other freaking kid in America with a chalkboard <laughs> or whatever. Like, my favorite color is green. Yeah. I want to be a firefighter or whatever. You know, it's just a it's a thing.
2: I got one more situation to throw at you. I okay, never really yeah, thought yeah. of this. Um, so your kids are f- five? Seven and five. Seven and five. Okay. Yep. So kind of at that age where they're going to start going and, like, having, like, sleepovers and stuff like that. Do you let your your kids go play in just any friend's house? Like, do you have to know their parents? Because I remember growing up, like i like, oh, I'm going to Jill, Jimmy's house or Billy's house. My mom never met their parents. Like, I'm going <laughs> to go stay the night there, maybe. Like, that's got to be a, something yeah. you think about, right? Oh, for sure.
0: Like, yeah, I'm not going to let my kid go over there. Definitely you know? know the parents if they're going to be staying the night, or even like, and this has happened a couple times where, um, you know, the neighbor girls down the street, and I know her. I know her dad. Like, we've talked before. But I'm like, if you need to go to the bathroom, just come home and go to the bathroom. It's like four houses down. You don't need to go into their bathroom. So I don't know why, but that's a thing.
1: Like you tell I, her to come home to pee?
0: Yeah, because it's weird. What I don't know, sending sending your kid into somebody else's house. She does it anyway. She doesn't care what I say. She's still she's still I gotta go to the bathroom. Where's your bathroom? It's over there. Okay, cool. You know, but I don't know why that's I
1: don't that. know why that's a thing either. I don't yeah. Huh. That is interesting. I have that thought a lot of whenever I'm a parent, I I think I'm going to end up being more strict than I expect on whose house they're going to and who they're spending their time with because there are so many scenarios, like bad things that go wrong just because they were at somebody else's oh, yeah. house. Yeah. Um, and even I remember, like I said, I remember being 14 and I jumped in the car with a bunch of high schoolers, their mom driving the car. But when my mom caught wind that i was riding across town with like four high school girls not knowing about the mom she came at me like a wrecking ball <laughs> you got in so-and-so's car she hasn't had her license for over a year yet like that's illegal that's not blah, blah 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 like super strict about it eventually she found out that it was so-and-so's mom driving the car so it was all fine uh-huh. but even now i'm like yeah i don't blame her for being upset Back then. Yeah. There's
0: a lot of crazies out there. Yeah, I'm wondering I'm 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 wondering how you'll be as a parent. Because I, I think feel it'll like
1: be worse than I expect.
0: Everybody has they have a like even I was like, My kids will never be on iPads. They're gonna be outside, they're gonna be playing, they're gonna be doing the thing. But like there are just certain situations where if we're out to dinner and a phone will make them be quiet for a little bit so we can enjoy This dinner because Mm -hmm. everything is always loud. Always, I don't care if people are looking at me like, you know, letting me letting my son have my phone while we eat. I don't care. It's just all of that stuff. Kind of, you go into survival mode.
1: (laughs) You (laughs) pick your battles.
0: Yeah, and you go into protection mode. Like those are the two modes that I have. I think uh, when it comes to the kids. So, yeah, it's 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 a it's a new world. But I do remember. Like, first day of school, that stress, there's, like, anxiety there, and it's always there. And I remember this one time, I was second grade, my mom liked to put me and my brother in matching outfits. Hmm. I still don't like you for that, mom. And so we were wearing this, like, we were wearing these, like, pastel shorts and t shirt, or, like, polo shirts with... Nice shoes on. Going to the like, country club or what? Like, so I don't looking like fools. Looking like ice cream cones. She had made a bunch of chocolate covered pretzels and things for the teacher, and I had this plate and I'm like carrying it like a server. I've got my backpack on, and there's like a, a football game happening on the playground, and this dude named Monty, who ended up being one of the school bullies. I, I don't know his his. I forget his last name. He caught a pass. And think about pastel purple boy carrying chocolate-covered pretzels (laughs) and Monty, the class bully, colliding in the middle of the playground. Pretzels go flying up in the air. I go to the ground. Monty goes to the ground. He gets up, looks at me, and goes, ha, and runs the other way. (laughs) And I'm, like, crying (laughs) because I'm second grade trying to make a great impression with these pretzels and my teacher. And that's what I remember from from back to school. So well, every that's what year you ap- get for being a kiss ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> every year after that I I had this like anxiety that something was going to happen on my first day of school. Um but I I don't know. School was always just okay for me. I don't know. It was if I had friends in class that helped, but I I think high school was fun. Yeah. College was fun, but the the elementary school, I think I had a couple great teachers for 3rd and 4th grade. And after that, it was kind of a wash, you know, with teachers. So, school remember my was very school. first
1: day of high school. I left my uh, again before like super digital things. I left my high school schedule at my house, and I got I walked in and I was like, okay, where do I go first? And I'm like, oh my gosh, my schedule's at home with uh-huh. my teacher names and numbers of the classrooms and everything. And I'm walking around aimlessly, and I'm calling my mom, and she's like, girl, I'm already at work. And I was like, no, you're not. You need to go home and get my schedule. <laughs> And back then, like, I couldn't just look it up on my phone or ask the people at the office to help me out because it, like, wasn't that easy. But then after that, I always had this huge can't sleep before the first day of school Yeah, anxiety, even through college.
0: Yeah. Do you, do you guys ever have the dream, because you guys both went to college too, do you ever have the dream that, because I get this one often, and I'll probably have it tonight because I'm talking about it, where – you don't attend a class that you're in for the entire semester, but then f- you have to take the final. Like you <laughs> no. never no. show like you never showed up to class, you never but you're there for the final for whatever reason. No. You never yeah. had that? No. Gosh, I get that one all the time. It's so weird.
1: Jeez. That's I a get- regular thing at this time <laughs> of day, I'm just saying.
0: I don't know if anybody heard that. That was crazy. If a lot. you
1: saw the camera shank.
0: Um <laughs> Yeah, but I always have that dream about college. It's so weird. I feel like I never remember any of my dreams.
1: Even like the recurring ones, like teeth falling out or something? Just
2: anything. Like every now and then I'll have that like, oh, I'm falling off a cliff and I'll like jerk myself and like wake up and everything. And then like, you know, like I just don't remember anything else. You know what I mean? I'll jerk. (laughs) Like jerk. You know, like you jerk up. You jerk when you wake up. (laughs) You gotta make it weird, man.
1: It's jerking.
0: Just jerking. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Well, I think we've uh, we've overstayed our welcome here. Yeah, our, I think so, too. First unfiltered podcast back. But good talk. Good talk. Uh, if you missed anything from our regular show, you can always check that out on the Remy and Casey Show podcast. We will post this up in the same podcast section, and we'll be back on Thursday with another unfiltered podcast. Thank you for joining us. We appreciate you. We love you.
1: Bye. Goodbye. See you.